Now, everybody has a bad habit, Warwick. So what would be your most annoying habit that you think you annoy others with? Uh, There's got to be something. But this is the problem. See, I, maybe I don't know what my annoying habits are. Perhaps I should be asking you what my annoying habits are, considering you get locked in a studio with me every week. There uh, must be something that you know would annoy other people. I, do, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> These are hard for you, aren't they? Because I'm just like, I'm the model citizen. You're so citizen. perfect. That's why you're so perfect. <laughs> maybe that's my annoying habit. <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies Business Show helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. And welcome to another episode of the Perfect Tradies Business oh, Show. Tough being at the top, isn't oh, it? Now, I didn't believe him that he couldn't, so I made him text his partner, so at least we had something, and she came straight back. Oh, man, she it was like, I don't it. think I actually finished pressing send, and it was bang, there's my annoying habit. Which is? My use of analogies. Mm. And now every listener is going to go insane listening to our episodes, like, it goes, was it with another one of his analogies? Yeah, you do. Stop you, it. You do use a lot. I love a good, you know, illustrative story. Oh, but they're <laughs> such great teaching tools, don't you think? You're getting all excited. I'm trying to think of an analogy for my use of analogies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I do think it can get on people's nerves a little bit. But you know what? That would be like... No, I won't do that. <clears throat> so welcome to the Tradies Business Show. Great to have you with us. And something else that gets on people's nerves. Well, About no. me? No, oh, just generally. I was going to say, I was getting all worried then. No, no. Oh, there's, there's lots of things. <laughs> yeah, now it's not the time and place. Uh, is margin versus markup. Oh, right? Do you see what I did there? It gets on my nerves. <laughs> Yes, markup and margin. Nice segue, Mikhail. Thank, Thank you for rescuing me from being crucified on this episode about my use of analogies. I have to say, though, just a warning if you're listening to the show. There's going to be a few in this I one, may use an analogy in this episode to demonstrate the difference between margin and markup. Okay? Okay. So, markup, margin, margin, markup. Aren't they the same thing? Yes. What? They're not? No. Oh. You're really bad at doing that. Oh, fake surprise then. Uh-huh. <laughs> At least I'll know if ever I like buy you a gift or you know bring you back a smoothie <laughs> oh, or something, thanks, and you go, that's great. "Oh, thanks, yeah, that's really great." You're like, "Oh, it's, you hate it." So, uh, margin and markup—it confuses the crap out of a lot of people, and I have to say, it's sometimes a bit hard to explain it to people as well when they so don't get it. So, why don't you use an analogy? I'll give it a go. So there was this elephant, right? And no. See, I can't even be funny about it. They just have to happen naturally. Right, okay. I'm sure uh, one's going to come, so let's just all brace ma- for maybe it. Maybe we should get our listeners to do an analogy count in this episode <laughs> ding, ding, and ding. then put it on Facebook for us or something yep. or hit us on Instagram. But uh, right. So what's the difference? So let's start with uh, markup. All right. So the thing, here's the problem, right? When I, when I talk to people, and I'm sure you hear this as well, Michaela, and you talk to people about uh, making money from their products or services, you know, so on selling their materials to clients and also their labor, um, particularly for our tradie listeners, is how much profit are you making? And how much are you making off those things? So what do you make when you, you know, price in the materials into a quote? I'll just mark it up 30%. Okay. The problem here is that what 
what a lot of people think is if you add 30% to the cost price of that electrical wire, that you're making 30% on your materials, right? It's 30% profit. And that's what, and that's the language that a lot of tradies use with me is, uh, and I had this conversation with a mechanical workshop that I, uh, that I wingman for, um, where the service manager said, yeah, well, we make 100% on our parts, on these particular range of parts, right? And, uh, and I was like, oh yeah, you make 100% margin? Because one of his targets is obviously making enough gross margin for the business, right? By pricing it correctly and managing productivity and all that sort of stuff. He's like, yeah, yeah well, I'm, well, we make 100% on these parts. I'm like, okay, so show me how you make 100% on these parts. I want to see how you do the calculation. He said, well, if I buy the part for $100, I on sell it to the client for $200. So I make 100%. I'm making double what I pay for it, right? So, you know, he makes 100 bucks on that part. Now... By the way, I'm just making these numbers up. So don't think that your mechanic is necessarily <laughs> making 100% on parts when they're on selling them to you. It's not that good, unfortunately. Uh, but that was kind of how he got his... That was how he understood it, right? Is that whatever he adds on, that's what he makes. But the reality of that is you have to calculate your margin, your profit margin, differently to your markup. Margin is what's left out of the sell price after you pay for the parts, Right. Now, the example I just gave is going to confuse a lot of people because it does work out. So if you make $100 on selling a $200 part, what's your margin, Michaela? Oh, sorry, I tuned out. Right. Uh, 100%. No, it's 50%, right? Because you sell the part for 200 bucks, right? Yep. It costs you 100 so you make a profit of $100 on a $200 sale. Yep, price. So, 50%, yeah. so you've got a 50% margin. Now, this guy's margin target, again, I'll, I'll use a number that's you know reasonably accurate, is 75%. He can't see how he's going to hit that because he's already making 100% and he's still not hitting his margin. So he's actually trying to tell us that the computer's broken <laughs> and that the, the bookkeeping system is wrong. But he's like, but I'm, but I'm making 100% on parts. How come I'm not hitting my 70% target? So, because you're only making 50% margin, right? Profit margin. Yep. So your profit margin is expressed as a percentage of the sale price. So listening to this episode, guys and gals, your profit margin, now you can call that gross profit, you can call it margin, you can call it GP, I don't care what you call it, but the bit that's left over is expressed as a percentage of your sale price. So if you sell the thing for 200 bucks, it costs you $100, you've made $100 profit on that part, that's only 50% of the sale price. Now, it gets much more complex than we're going to be able to cover in today's episode, but basically, if you are trying to make a 70 or 80% gross margin in your business, because that's what your accountant or your business coach or your wingman told you that you need to be doing to hit your goals then you're going to have to mark up those things by more than the 100% because you're not making 100% on those parts. You're only making 50%. So let's... let's. I'm not going to use an analogy, <laughs> but yet let's use a specific example here. So let's say your target gross margin is 75%, which for a lot of trade and service businesses is a pretty good gross margin to be aiming for. Now, when I talk about gross margin, I guess just let me explain. 
Gross margin is the profit you make before all of your fixed overheads. So before rent and vehicle expenses and insurances and fixed wages for staff members and all that sort of stuff. Yep. So gross margin is simply the amount on your invoice less the cost of materials. So less cost of sales, for example. Yes, cost of sales okay. is what you might see it referred to as on your profit and loss if you ever look at it. Uh, <clears throat> so you can definitely talk to your accountant about this. If you've got questions about this, listeners, feel free to hit us on the Facebook page if you're confused, which is highly likely, because I'm not using analogies, see? So that's why it's harder to see, explain. See, they're not going to understand. No, no. Uh, but let's say that your target gross margin margin is 75%. So for every $1,000 that you invoice to clients you need to make $750. Yep. And that's what you then go and pay wages and electricity and rent and all that crap with, okay? So that's a 75% gross margin. So let's take that same $100 part, right? Yep. If you need to make 75% margin on that part, that's profit margin, then you need to sell that part for $400, Right. Right? Yep. Because so 300% increase. Uh, 400% markup. markup. Yep. Right? So just like we were saying before, if you sell it for 400 it costs you 100 to buy it. Your profit on that part is $300. Yep. 300 divided by the sale price of 400 is three quarters or 75%. Right. Got it. You with me? Yep. I reckon if Michaela can follow me, listeners, you'll be fine. <laughs> She's squinting, closing her eyes and squinting and looking at the ceiling here. Um, so the markup, though, is is not 75%. It's not 100%. It's not 25%. The markup on that part, the amount that you mark it up by, you could express it a couple of ways. But basically, it's, well, as you said, 300%. So you're going to add three times that amount to the cost price to work out your sell price to get to your $400. Yeah. Got it? Yep. I reckon everyone's confused at this stage. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that we uh, we do some kind of I don't know worksheet or something. We're gonna we're gonna put together a little calculator and we're gonna stick it in the toolkit so that we can make our margin on our. <laughs> so what's our markup on the, the dollar for thirty days? <laughs> it's shit house to be honest. <laughs> um, so for one dollar. You can go and grab this little calculator, and then any time you're pricing up parts for a quote, so when you're quoting up work, whether you're an electrician, a mechanic, a plumber, a builder, whatever, when you're pricing up your jobs, you can actually figure out, am I making enough margin on these parts, and what do I need to mark them up by for these materials or or parts? Right. Okay, so I'll make it fairly simple for everybody. Can it uh, be like a you know margin calculator for dummies type kind of spreadsheet? Yeah, so you know we'll put green boxes where you put the numbers in, and the answer will calculate automatically. Ooh. So you can just plug it in, and then you'll start to get the hang of how to do this, and you'll see where you could be missing out on making money. And and this is the thing, Michaela, is I see lots of tradies who are just baffled by. I'm marking these things up, but I'm still not making any money. Like, I'm adding 100% to these parts, and I'm still finding it tough, you know. There's no pro- my accountant's telling me I'm not making a profit or not a big enough one. Cash flow is really tight, and often it's because you, you're doing yourself out of margin. And, and gross margin, that gross profit, is what you pay your expenses with. It's what you pay your wages with, the repayments on your vehicle. It's where you're going to find your wage as the business owner. So 
this this really is worth digging into and getting your head around uh, and using the little calculator. And if that's not enough, go talk to your accountant or your bookkeeper. Or if you want some specific feedback, once you've joined the Tradies Business Toolkit to grab the little calculator, you can jump into the private Facebook group and actually ask some questions in there. You know, give us your numbers and we can give you some specific feedback in there. And that's just one US dollar for the first 30 days. So keep in mind that'll be about a dollar 40 or a dollar 50 Australian at the moment. Um, and then after that, it's just 27 US a month. So they're the sorts of things that our members are getting solved for them. Yes. And all of that without using a single analogy. Well done. Gee, that was hard work, I can tell you. <laughs> our listeners will be thankful. Next episode, I'll go back to the analogies. Yes. So hopefully that hasn't confused the crap out of you and has actually, at least it might have made you aware of the fact that you need to look at these numbers. And although you might be marking things up by 100%, you could be making a lot less profit than that. Yes. And that might be why you're finding a little bit tough sometimes. So hopefully this episode, we've caught it short and sweet because it is about numbers and finance and I tune out. But I think what you're saying is you can make a lot of money if you listen to this episode and review your stuff and become a toolie. Yeah, you should have said that at the start. Right, okay. So, uh, luckily, that's uh, your uh, financial lesson for the day. Uh, done and dusted. There you go. Yeah. You don't need to talk to your accountant this week. Nope. All done for you. It's <laughs> what we like to do here at the Tradies Business Show. Absolutely. Avoid Help you avoid your accountant at all costs. Yeah, g'day to all the accountants listening. <laughs> so, uh, that's it from the Maths Brains. Until next episode. Bye. Hooray. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.